Lorna Lena took America by storm in 2011 at 15 years of age when she was runner-up on American Idol. As Aaron Smith's Steven Tyler predicted, she made 40 million people cry with her incredible voice before the 10th American Idol season was over. Today, she's no longer a little girl. Lauren is a beautiful, vivacious 28-year-old woman who is engaged to be married to the man of her dreams and doing what she was born to do. She is a legitimate country music star. In the last dozen years, she has a truck full of awards to prove her stardom. I won't name them all here, but you can look them up, but they include ACM New Artist of the Year, CMT Music Awards Breakthrough Female, CMA New Artist of the Year, and the list goes on. She's also had three number one hits and has appeared on every national talk show you could possibly name. She also has entertained a president at the White House. She will tell you her biggest professional accomplishment to date was at the Grand Ole Opry when she was invited by her friend Tricia Yearwood, that's Mrs. Garth Brooks, in front of God and everybody to become a member of that elite club. Her biggest dream became a reality. You'll hear some of her vocals during this podcast. They are included with permission. You can find her music on any of the platforms. If you don't have Lauren Elena on your playlist, I have to tell you, you're missing out. And this would be a great time to add her. She just released a new EP entitled Unlocked on her new label, Big Loud Music. She just gets better and better. As they say in these parts, this girl can sing. She can sing with anybody. And she can write. Her happy place is on the stage, making people sing and move and forget what divides them, even if for a few hours. But in case you didn't know, there's much more to Lauren Elena than singing, performing, and writing songs. Lauren has starred in two movies, she made it to the finals of Dancing with the Stars and she was featured on a reality survival TV show and she wrote a very honest and transparent book for young girls about the stuff that really matters. Her quick fame translated to success. She will tell you there's a difference. But success did not come easy. There have been setbacks, obstacles, and potholes on her journey one of which almost cost her her life. For certain, Lauren Elena is a star, but more than anything, she's a genuine and transparent person who is using her gifts to make a difference in our world. When it's all said and done, that's pretty much all that matters. I'm a fan of a map dot. No one ever truck and car around here Pulling up at the quick stop when they headed to drink that beer I can't think of a better place For a good old girl to be raised up But it ain't where you wanna be Going through a breakup Some of the town, what you gonna see You know who on a two-lane street All his friends are your friends too Viewing life from a hearse It could be worse Laugh 
think and cry with the country undertaker. This is Bruce Goddard, and you're listening to the View from a Hearse podcast. I have with me country music star, Lauren Elena. And man, that's pretty cool, Lauren. Thank you. How are you doing today? I can't imagine if you even can get your breath after I've been watching you on social media at the CMA and all the stages you've been on. Talk about what's going on. Goodness, they've got me everywhere, Bruce. I have just put out a new EP. It's a six-song project called Unlocked, and it was CMA Fest. So I had quite the week. was very busy. But um, it was awesome, and I, I I played like four shows, and I did about eight thousand interviews. And <laughs> I, I got to see the fans. Though CMA Fest is always great because it's all about the fans and the people that enable us to do what we love to do. And you know, it's what I was telling somebody that the the best part about it for me now is that we all come from different backgrounds, and you know, the world is very divided right now but this week in nashville we were all united in one thing and that was that we love country music and that was just really refreshing to be a part of and oh my um, a great week to celebrate music release so it was like i planned it but i did not it is really true <laughs> music brings people together no matter what their political beliefs or anything else or it really that's really true one of the songs i've been seeing and i'm sure a lot of this these songs on your news album which i've seen it moving up the charts but this thing you did with lanny wilson thick as thieves you got people doing the two-step all over social media to it that's <laughs> that is unbelievable. I, I can't do the one step much less the two-step but it's fun hey, i would give anything you get your son and y'all do the dance uh, I, I need to see that well i might do that he would do it luke would do it for sure but uh <laughs> I may try to work on that. I need to look at some of your instruction stuff. <laughs> Little right kick, left kick, shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. Yeah, you got it going on, no doubt about it. Well, I can't wait to talk about because many people know you as a country music star. You were introduced to America on American Idol. But there's a lot more about Lauren and Lena that people don't know. I mean, you really, you talk about Unlocked. You, you've got all kind of talent under there. And I'm going to talk about some of the stuff I've seen. But first, I want to remind you that the first time I met you was on at a Dairy Queen on I-75. I and, and you were not far, I don't know how many years after American Idol, but you were dating one of my cousins. <laughs> and that didn't work out, but that's okay because it worked out between me and you. We've been friends ever since. I know. Right? We stayed friends, didn't we, Bruce? Yeah, I, and now you know my fiancé and his family, too. I know it. I know. How I'm, do you know all the people I like today? I've known all your boyfriends, I believe. <laughs> I but, think you have. But but what was funny was that <laughs> you were a kid. I mean, you I don't know. You may have been 17 years old then or something. You were 15 <laughs> when you are on American Idol. But I said, nobody knows you're in this little restaurant she said nobody's gonna know me i said bull so i go over to some random people and i take you over there with me i said do you remember lauren elena on american Idol? <laughs> sure well here she is and you were hiding laying on the bench hiding from under the table for me to keep from doing that and now they all jumping up to have your picture made with you you were a star and you didn't even know it you didn't think there were I don't know how many millions of people were watching you on American Idol, but <laughs> I can tell you it was a bunch. So let's talk about that in just a minute. You were 15 years old on American Idol, and I remember vividly you 
standing before Stephen Tyler, and I think it was Randy Jackson and J-Lo. That was your judges, right, J-Lo? Yes. Yeah. And, That's quite the panel, isn't it? I mean, and it had to be <laughs> – how, how intimidating was that, standing in front of them? And then Stephen Tyler pretty much said right off the bat, I think we've got the winner <laughs> right off the bat, didn't he? <laughs> he did. He did say that. Hey, Lauren, what's going on? Come on in. How are y'all doing? Good. We're good. So your name is Lauren what? Elena. And who inspired you to come and audition? Um, my cousin Holly, actually. Well, she's the reason I ever started singing. I would uh, go over to her house and we would go to her room and listen to music and just sing all the time. And she urged me to try out, so here I am. Right. Do you want to bring her in? Holly. I hear those footsteps. Where are you? Hey. Oh. Come on in. Oh, you're gonna make me cry now. Oh, oh. Whose little girl is this? That's ours. It's yours? It's our baby. You look too young now. Thank you. <laughs> well, she looks a little bit older probably than she is. She's, right? she's 15. Yeah, She'll she looks a little bit older. In about two weeks. Are you excited? I'm about yeah. to fall over. <laughs> you never look so good as you did last night underneath the city lights they're walking with your friend laughing at the moon i swear you looked right through me but i'm still living with your goodbye and you're just going on with your life how can you just walk on by without? Best wow, we've seen wow. today. Best, best I've best. seen today in Nashville. I'm telling oh you, God. I'm blown away. I'm sitting here like you could have sang the whole thing. Yeah, we're we just like we're enjoying here. it that much. Oh my God! Don't cry. You're gonna make me cry too. <laughs> Don't cry. You're too pretty. Don't well, cry. Well, listen, I got it. We got to give. Guys, we got to give mad props though to Holly because Holly, you saw something, man. You definitely got a gift. See, wow. I think you should cry, because you're going to make 40 million people cry. No, <laughs> tears of joy, baby. But I mean, you've got real, natural, God-given talent. I've been saying Here it every go. season. It doesn't matter what age, where, what, what, what. If you got it, you got it. And you got it. And you definitely got it. One, two, three. Yes! You're going to Hollywood! Welcome to Hollywood! And I can't wait to see you there again. Wow! Wow. He was close, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. <laughs> do, do you ever see them? Do you ever talk to him or any of that group now at this point? I have seen Randy him? a couple of times. I saw J-Lo once, and I've seen Steven a couple of times. I actually, which, this is so crazy, you know, I sang with him in my audition. Yeah. And he championed me all through that season and really supported me afterwards, too. He, uh... He let me come up and sing with him at the Bridgestone with Aerosmith. Oh, God. So that was pretty cool. He loved you right off the get-go, and that was a pretty good guy to, to get to love you. You ended up being the runner-up for American Idol. That was season 10. I think it was in 2011. You were 15 years old when you auditioned on there, and you became mm -hmm. America's sweetheart, and you and Scotty McCrary – I mean, everybody in America thought you two were a couple. You remember that, right? Oh, boy, do I. Yeah. People still to this day say, 
what was it like dating Scotty McCreary? <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't know. You'll have to ask one of his girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> but I do love him dearly. Yeah. Uh, and we are still really good friends. He's married and has a baby now. And his wife is so beautiful. And their baby is just precious. And they got a really cute dog. Well, <laughs> well you're going to be getting married soon. And we're going to talk about that in a minute, too. And you uh, you already yeah. have the cute dog, too. So you, you've got that going on, too. I keep up with you. We got a couple of cute dogs over here. Now we've got a cat who is crazy. Oh, wow. He's so, so different having a cat. So... <laughs> Before you got on American Idol, I mean, you were 10 years old winning singing contests. I mean, you were down in Orlando. I know when you were 10, you beat 1,500 people in some singing contest. So that wasn't your first rodeo, although it was a bigger stage. You you had been singing a long time, right? I have been singing. I've been singing since I was three. And my favorite joke for a long time was American Idol was the first competition I ever entered that I didn't win. <laughs> I would not doubt that. I would not. I would not doubt. It. But uh, uh, my parents were so supportive from a very early age, and they took me to all kinds of fairs and karaoke contests and talent competitions. And you know, I told them. I mean, I was three years old and I was singing, and I told everybody I was going to be a singer from the time I was six years old. I told people I was going to be on American Idol. And that they needed to vote for me someday. I was rallying my troops from the get-go. Um, but, you know, I'm so thankful that I had such supportive parents. Oh, my that goodness. recognized something in me because I have never had stage fright that I can remember. And I think it's because I've, you know, well, I also sang in church. So right. I, I think I learned, I mean, I really learned to sing in front of people at church, you know, as a young girl. And then when I got like, nine or ten I, I started telling them i'm not kidding i i really want to be a singer right. and i started writing songs and yeah i went all over the place i've been doing it as long as i can remember doing anything one thing for sure stage fright is not in your vocabulary <laughs> that is a fact and it's not there's not a shy bone in my body there is not i love it i love it everybody <laughs> loves that about you but reality is you tried out for America's Got Talent and got rejected before you got on American Idol. And you that had to be interesting with your vocals and your pipes uh, to get rejected there and then go on to the being the final two of American Idol. Talk about that. I mean, you, you've had to overcome some obstacles in your life, but that was had to be a shocker for you to uh, having won everything you've ever done and, and get turned down there. <laughs> I got to tell you, one of the funniest, things that my 16 year old self did ever did was i did an interview after american idol on jay leno with and i was on the couch with pierce morgan and you know he was on x factor i mean uh america's got talent he was like an executive producer or something i think anyway he was one of the judges on there too i believe and uh i had just finished american idol and he said in the interview well yeah, why didn't you ever try out for America's Got Talent? You would have won our show. And I said, well, sir, I tried out for it three times and didn't even make it past the first round. <laughs> and he's still 16 years old, just in the cowgirl boots, putting that grown man in his place. Oh, I love it. And here he was sitting on the couch with you on Jay Leno. <laughs> it was so good for me, though, to be told no. 
because it made me want to try harder. And I've been told them a million times, you know, I've, from the outside looking in, I've had a, a very successful career, and I have. That's very true. But I've also had a lot of ups and downs and question marks, and, you know, nobody just gets it right all the time. And I think that America's Got Talent thing was really good for me because, you know, it did show me you don't always get to win. You don't always make it. You just got to keep trying. And I remember when I got old enough to try out for American Idol, this is really funny too. This will get you. So there was a thing called Chattanooga Idol that they hosted in Chattanooga, which I grew up about 25 minutes from downtown Chattanooga in North Georgia. And uh, I went and did this thing called Chattanooga Idol. And if you want it, you didn't have to wait in the line outside the Bridgestone Arena to try out for American Idol. I got fifth place in that. (laughs) Is that right? I got fifth place. And I'll never forget this as long as I live. I went out there and I stood in that line for like 12 hours or whatever it was, probably longer than that, with my mama and my daddy. And then they only let one of us go in, I believe, in the beginning. So my mama went in with me. And we're sitting in the bleachers at the Bridgestone Arena with 15,000 other people or however many people showed up that day. Right. And I and and they made everybody audition on the on the bottom level, you know, like where they where a pit in the Bridgestone would be, like right. where the hockey players play down there on the floor. Right. And uh, they set up these booths and everybody's just singing all at the same time. And there's like 50 tables set up or whatever it is. Well, I see the winner of Chattanooga Idol, I'm sitting there. I see him go audition, and you, the people that get a yes go to the right, and the people that get a no go to the left. And he got a no. And <laughs> I, I started sobbing, and I told my mama, let's go. Yeah. I'm not as good as him. We're leaving. Let's go. He's already beat me, and they didn't even pick him. And she said, you're going to sit back down. And you're going to do this. You've talked about this your whole life. You're at least going to try. And if you don't make it, we'll go home and it'll be fine. But you're at least going to audition. We've driven all this way and you're going to do it. That changed my life. Sitting back down in that seat. So, yeah. So the guy that, that won Chattanooga <laughs> got knocked out right in front of you at, for American for. <laughs> American Idol. American Idol. You yeah, know, and then I ended up getting second place. Lauren, your life is a <laughs> is a great story. There's so many life lessons running through your life, and, and you're talking about them. Success ain't easy. <laughs> it, it, it won't be easy for the – you're, what, 28 years old? I'm almost I 69. Am. Trust me, <laughs> uh, there'll be more stuff going on. But the truth <laughs> is that there's so much, so many life lessons – in this folks i'm talking to lauren elena i bet you think i'm broke about how bad this breakup is no i ain't going out like that i'm going out like this gonna paint my payback jeans on beeline straight to the neon getting to a place i don't need you gonna be a breeze yeah boy it's gonna be a walk in the park walk in the park you're gonna find out in just a minute. If you don't know, she is a artist, a country music star. She's a songwriter, but she's much more, and she's got some stuff in her that most people don't have. I've been watching her for a while, <laughs> and uh, I can't wait for you to hear. So she's all she talked about Jay Leno. Listen, this girl's been on 
Good Morning America, I don't know how many times. I've been on Regis and Kathy Lee, the Ellen Show, the Today Show. You, you performed in the White House before the Obamas. I mean, it goes on and on. When your mama was sitting there in that seat and with 15,000 people or whatever in Bridgestone, she was right that day. You you stay here a minute. I mean, things are going to pick up, right? Yes, thank goodness for her. Thank yeah. goodness for her. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. A little girl. Rossville, Georgia. <laughs> That's the scary part. How close you came. If she hadn't been sitting there and pushed you, you would have probably walked out and you wouldn't have experienced all this that you've experienced and impacted the people you've impacted. I mean, that's- I was 100% walking out of there without her. If she had not been in that arena with me, I would not be talking to you. Yeah, and so there's a lesson to people that are that are about to give up. You got to at least try. And you're going to fail. We all fail. Don't we? But sometimes you don't. And, and sometimes success is right around the corner. You just can't see, right? Yes, even when you think it's not going to happen. I mean, I watched someone that other people thought was better than me not make it. And then I got second place. Oh, yeah. So you just, you just never know. Yeah. You just really don't. Well, you're an amazing story. I got to ask you, I just got some questions I've always wanted to ask you. One of them is, I mean, you've got, I don't know how many albums you put out, three or four EPs. I mean, you've got all kinds of songs. that have been all over the charts. You've got number one records. You've done a whole lot. I've seen you on TV getting awards. Uh, if I know you're going to be on, I'm watching. I can tell you that. My wife and I are watching. But I, but I got to ask you, what is it like when you're on stage <laughs> and and you're all these crowd of people, and all these people know every word to the songs that you, your songs that you're singing. That's got to be surreal. It is the best part of what I do, and I have a very, very amazing career and job. You know, I mean, I I get to sing and write songs for a living, and connect with people and bring a room full of people together. I mean, that is. But it's just, it's the best. But, you know, moments like that when I'm in a room and I'm singing my songs and people are singing them back to me, specifically little girls, I just think about it. I mean, it's just, you know, I, I, I will never take that for granted. And it's moments like those that keep you going, keep you doing it, you know. And I was a little girl that was would have attended a concert and known every word for my favorite artist so i just think about that when i'm up there and it really does put live shows put everything into perspective because you know we're all so distracted but not at a live show nobody's really distracted right. at least if you're doing a good job right <laughs> everybody's well. all together for one common purpose it's awesome well. and i feel the most sure that I'm doing what I was called to do, 100%, is when I'm on stage. You got a gift. I can tell you that. You have a gift. What's your favorite songs to perform? What do you look forward to the most? I know there's got to be a list, but there may be one or two that you know that people are going to be getting up and moving quickly when you come. Yeah. Um, my three number ones, I, I really just I try to spread them out in the set because I don't want to overwhelm people back to back. (laughs) (laughs) Road Less Traveled was one of Uh, them, right? One Beer with Hardy and Devin Dawson and What Ifs with Kane Brown. Yep. I mean, the one that I look forward to the most every night is Road Less Traveled because that song changed my life. If you trust your river heart, riding into battle, don't be afraid to 
I mean, that song defined my artistry, defined my songwriting. It really defined my brand of like wanting to empower women. When I wrote that song, I was very intentionally writing it about being confident in myself. You know, I did come into the industry very, very young at a very impressionable age. And I struggled. And, uh, you know, the internet can be can be so cruel. So I let people on Facebook dictate how I felt about myself for a long time. And then I took that power away from them. And I wrote Road Less Traveled about that. And it was so healing for me to write that song. And I just decided, like, I'm going to, the music that I want to make is going to empower people and make them feel confident in who they are and it has helped me to continue to to do that as well um because i really do believe what you take in comes out that song is just really special to me but you know the other two are too and then there are songs that weren't even singles that are special to me to play i like to play them all but there's something about road less traveled and what it really means in my life and what it has really done for me well really Um, you know every album you put out has messages you you're at a different part in your life you all of it is telling a story of your life right I and mean, i've seen yes. that in everything you've ever done you've traveled with or been on the stage with or about every major country music star that you can think of from alan jackson to to uh i started to say uh connie underwood but it's carrie underwood <laughs> 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 but you've been with everybody. That's all right, you're almost sixty-nine. You get me. I know sometimes. it. So we'll give you a pass. So my wife's uh, <laughs> maiden name is Underwood. When when she was on American Idol, that they had a cousin that's been missing for about fifty years, and I called my wife's sister and I said, "This is uh, this is Sonny Underwood's daughter." She said, "What?" <laughs> I was kidding. But anyway. Oh my goodness! So I had, them, I had them going for a little bit. But if any of these stars that you started traveling with, I know you've done your own headlining tours i've been to one of them in atlanta even got to visit with you there before it before you came on but does any of these people mentor you or have encouraged you at tough times that stick out of some of these stars that you rub shoulders with now oh yeah um trisha yearwood for sure talk about a good person to have her in have in your corner yeah but uh i mean all of them really she's from monticello georgia and, uh, you know, I used to do a lot of speaking, a humorist and motivational speaker. So her parents were in one of my things one time, and I met them. That's been years ago when she was just wide open in country music. But what happened at the Grand Ole Opry, we're going to talk about that. But, yeah, she has to be. I know you guys are closed. Any other stars that have encouraged you when you really needed it? Is that, is that Does that yes, happen in your Martina world? Yes, Martina McBride, Luke Bryan, um, Jason Aldean, um, uh, Blake Shelton, big time, big yeah. time Blake Shelton. I mean, I am so fortunate that, I, you know, I think because I came into the industry as a teenager, everybody really helped me. Right. You know, I'm not saying they wouldn't as an adult because I think country music in general is just such a supportive community. But like, I was, I'm like everybody's little sister, right. and they've really had my back, all of them. Wow. I mean, but. Jason and Luke took me on my first tour, and Luke has taken me out on tour multiple times. Jason has, too. Everybody's kind of had my back. I'm so fortunate, and uh, I love country music, and I'm so proud to be a part of it. And, you know, there have been so many discouraging times. Um, I had 
the first six years of my career, even though I was famous and I was very recognizable. I tell people this a lot. Fame is not the same as success. Success is earned. You know, I was on that TV show that made me very famous very early on. But I had to work for six years with seven, I think, failed singles to country radio before Road Less Traveled came along and changed that for me. And, I mean, at some point in that period, I couldn't pay my bills. I, like, almost moved back to Georgia. And I just kept going and I kept writing. And in that season where... I was like struggling so much. I wrote Road Less Traveled. I'll never forget the feeling of playing CMA Fest, speaking of, that we just got through this week. But um, I was on the riverfront stage and I was playing it and I was so excited. And it was the year that Road Less Traveled started really taking off. And Blake Shelton tweeted this, and you can probably find the tweet still, but. He tweeted, um, listening to Lauren Elena on the riverfront stage, that kid's worked really hard for so long, and I'm so proud to see her succeeding. And I just remember being like, oh my gosh, Blake Shelton knows who I am? Because I'd only kind of met him in passing. Right. But he had recognized my hard work, and now he's taking me on tour twice. And he's my buddy, and he made me send him my EP. And... Talk about feeling encouraged. Oh, Blake Shelton is ar- arguably, I mean, he's top five, I oh, would no, say. No, no, yeah, no, no doubt. In country music. No question. Top five, no question. And for him to say, I just did a TV show with him. I did his Barmageddon show. Have you seen that? It's no, funny. No. Is this TV show where you play bar games? I didn't know how to play any of them. I was terrible. Spoiler <laughs> alert. But it was, it's so much fun. And he, he asked me to be on that show with him. And while we were there, he said, what's going on with you? And I said, well, actually, I've got uh, a a new deal with Big Loud, and I've just recorded this new project. And he said, well, send it to me. I want to hear it. So I texted him this EP. About a week goes by, and he said, hey, I'm sorry. I'm just, like, getting back to you. I've been listening to the music. My favorites are Don't Judge a Woman and Smaller the Town. Don't judge a girl crying I bet there's a boy to blame and it ain't just the alcohol Don't judge a lady for that two-tie low-cut dress She came here for a reason, even if her judgment ain't the best Don't know where she's been He spent enough time with my music Blake Shelton married to Gwen Stefani in their house in Oklahoma listening to me because he believes in me and has my back. So, I'm, yeah, I've had a lot of people oh, rally. And everybody does. It, and whatever you do in life, you, you don't do it alone. There's always people. I mean, that's really yeah. true. That's really it's true. So true. But you so also, true. you wrote a book. You're an author. And if, you, if you remember. I texted you a pretty long, probably, I, I don't take advantage of me texting you, but I, just, I sent you a pretty lengthy one about that book. Bruce, you can text me anytime, you I, know that. I know that, but I don't, you're busy, you wait, I'm retired, I'm doing nothing, I'm not going to bother you, but <laughs> that book was very moving. I've got five grandbaby girls, and now three teenage grandbabies, and I, I want all of them, we gave one to the oldest one then, to read that book because you really talk about your struggles. You're so transparent 
And and a lot of people are not transparent. And and when trans when people are transparent, people love you more. <laughs> Because so, everybody's got issues that's going on, but you, your career took off. All of a sudden, you're struggling with the eating disorder that you talk about, and you learned mm-hmm. a lot about yourself as you overcame that, right? Oh yes, oh yes, yeah. It's kind of what I was talking about with the road less traveled thing. I had a ter- terrible, terrible eating disorder to the point of needing to be put in a hospital. My hair was falling out. Not. Like, told me I wasn't going to live if I continued right. that way. Oh, I know. Yeah, um, I do that. It was bad. It was bad. But you know what? I, I mean, I am so sad that I went through that. It's it's such a sad thing. But now I'm able to speak to that. And I think that, you know, I'm not saying I'm glad it happened, but I'm able to use it to help others. And that takes a little bit of the sadness away for me. You know, when I look back on it, because now, you know, like girls like your granddaughters can read that book and 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 know that, like, everybody's insecure and we all have things that we can't do harmful things to ourselves and dangerous things and drastic things to try to change who we are. And right. yeah, the book's called Getting Good at Being You. And it's all about embracing who God made you to be. And we're all unique and different. And now I celebrate that about myself, you know. You share your struggles, you share your faith, uh, you share the important stuff, and it is really true when, you know, nobody, everybody's got issues. It may not be that, it may be that, but it could be all kind of stuff to be able to talk to it. It does become, as hard as that was for you, when you look back, maybe the greatest thing that happened to you, you became a hero by overcoming it. And and, oh, and you did. And and to be able to talk about it, all of a sudden, there's probably people listening to this is going through the same thing. And just hearing you say that will give them a new leash on life to say, I'm not going to be beat by this. I mean, I'm going to overcome mm-hmm. it. So the greatest people I've known in life are people who've overcome struggles. And, and that pretty much includes all of us. But Yes, we all struggle. And you also, I know you went through this, and I'm probably getting personal, but... Your parents went through a divorce, and then you had you've had some issues. I mean, you've had some troubles to walk through. You you came very close to your new stepdad, and he died, and that was all in the media. I mean, you, you people wrote about it. It was out in front of everybody. That couldn't have been easy. Your long time, your boyfriend, you broke up. You write breakup songs, I know, and then <laughs> you, you had another shorter relationship that went bad, and. You've had it ain't always been easy. Period. Life throws you curves, and you you've had some curveballs, right? I've had a couple. I'm hoping for not too many more. Now this fiance of mine, we're getting married, and he, yeah. he better not be tossing me any curveballs, Bruce. Well, you got a good one, and uh, yes, sir. I don't know if you remember it or not, but when you not long after you first met him, somehow or another you figured out that we probably know each other, <laughs> and you sent me a text said, I need to know about this boy's family. I kind of like this guy. And I said, yeah. I said, listen, that's the best family in the world. I've been knowing them a long time. I come from this little bitty town of Reynolds, Georgia, and Bo Arnold worked in Reynolds, Georgia. There wasn't but several hundred of us there. So uh, they are great people. I used to sell them furniture and stuff. So I've known them forever. You're doing well, and I know he's doing well. Uh, he went to school. He is so wonderful. Oh, my goodness. And his brother is... And, you know, they went to school with my youngest son at Westfield. So just great folks. <laughs> you, you hit a home run. I knew it. I want to ask you about Tricia McClanahan, your manager. 
Uh, yeah. I had a feeling that she's more than just a manager to you. She's uh, oh, yeah. she's she's been there for you from the get go. Just talk about that relationship. Ooh, we've been through quite a bit. This will tell you how close we are. She is marrying us. Wow. <laughs> we have asked her to marry us. She's wonderful. She she believed in me when I didn't have anything going on uh, working together. I actually had a different manager in the very, very beginning that I got from American Idol and we parted ways. Trisha came on right around the season of when I had to have vocal cord surgery. And I couldn't even sing at the time. I remember that. Had... I remember when you had that. I was at a wedding in Macon when you we were just had that or were about to have it. You couldn't talk. Yep. I couldn't talk at all, which was a very devastating to me, Bruce. I can imagine. <laughs> I like to talk. Um, I love but it. I, I couldn't sing. I couldn't talk. I couldn't do anything for six months. And that's when she came on board with me. And that's when I couldn't pay my bills. And she gave me some money to pay the bills because she had seen me perform live about a year before that and she really believed I was a star and talk about somebody coming along at a time when you really need somebody to come along and uh, I'll never forget the day I was able to pay her that money back I wish you'd have told me that I'd have started a GoFundMe page and uh, <laughs> I could always say that I started a GoFundMe page for Lauren and Lane to get her started. <laughs> well, we don't need them anymore. Let's start one for somebody else that's in there. I agree. But, you know, I, I didn't know that story, but I knew that she's way more than a manager to oh, you. Oh, yes. She's, a, she's you guys, family. She, she's been there through every bit of it. Mm-hmm. So, Lauren, I also, I, I've seen you win all kind of awards. I've seen you <laughs> announce you're nominated for awards. But I don't think I'll ever forget. And I was watching it, the Grand Ole Opry. It was in December. That had to be your proudest moment in in getting awards when your friend Trisha Yearwood invited you to become a member of the Grand Ole Opry. You got to talk about that night. Is that Lauren Elena? Because I think that's Lauren Elena. Is that you? Junior, I have a present for you. Hang on. Merry Christmas. That was pretty cool, wasn't it? You just thought I was up there. You didn't have any idea I was here, did you? Um, I have some I have some surprises for you. First of all, I know your mom's here, but I also know that your dad is here. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Yeah, he's here. Are you here? Can you stand up? Can we see you? He's here. Is my Where dad are you? here? He's here. Daddy? No, he's not. There he is. He's waving at you. There's your daddy. Is that your father? This is, this. So he's super proud of you right now. Because I have the honor, you're going to make me cry. I have the honor of asking you on behalf of the Grand Ole Opry, if you would please accept our invitation to become the newest member of the Grand Ole Opry. I will never professionally top that, ever. Yeah. I could win a Grammy and it wouldn't top that. And now I'd like to win one of those. Now, don't get me wrong. But my biggest goal in my life has always been to be a member of the Grand Ole Opry. I prioritized it. I played in any and everything they've ever asked me to do. I've done it because 
they are the heartbeat of country music Absolutely. and I wanted to be a part of that family and when Trisha Yearwood walked out there first of all you can tell I I, I don't even have to tell you this because you've seen it I had no clue yeah, you went to your knees. You went to your knees when you realized she was there because you knew it was, something was coming. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, I, uh, my daddy grew up playing banjo, and it was his dream to play the Grand Ole Opry. And I just heard about that growing up. I always wanted to play the Grand Ole Opry. You got to play the Grand Ole Opry. You got to play the Grand Ole Opry. Hmm. So it's a really special thing between my dad and I is the Grand Ole Opry, and I think that's part of the reason I love it so much. When I when Trisha came out, I was like, you know, Trisha wrote the uh, wrote a little something at the beginning of my book for me. Yep, I remember and that. So I, and it was the week the book had come out, or the next week or something. And so I thought at first when she came out, this is going to be something about the book. And she says, I know your mom's here tonight, which I knew. And she said and your dad was there, and you didn't know. I remember that. <laughs> and I was like, no, my dad's not here. And you know, my mom was in the crowd. It, 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 my, I, I just thought she thought my stepdad was right. my dad and I was like uh, no 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 my dad's not here and she was like oh no your dad is here and I looked over at my guitar player and I'm like panicking because I'm trying to figure out how I'm gonna make it make it known that that's not my dad you know <laughs> okay. like my actual father right. he is a dad to me now but he's not my daddy and uh, I look out, my dad and I have this thing. When I was little, I would always hold his pinky. And we like that's how I held his hand because my hands are so teeny tiny. Uh -huh. And so to this day, my dad, and when he would leave, he would throw his pinky up at me. To this day, I'll be 30 in a couple of years. And if my daddy ever stops throwing that pinky up at me, we're going to have to fight about it. Oh, wow. It's our thing. And I look out into the crowd and I saw his pinky. <laughs> and when I saw the oh, pinky, my goodness. I hit my knees yeah, because I, didn't, I, I didn't knew know that. I didn't know that piece of it. Wow! That was the moment I knew when I saw because I always told them, if I ever get the opportunity to be asked to be in the Grand Ole Opry, I want both of my parents there. I will be so disappointed if they're not both there. And I invited my mom that time. Just you know, I like my parents to go anytime they can. And when I saw my daddy, I knew it. I, I literally, I, I, just, I just like hit the ground. And it was over my dad's pinky. <laughs> well, it was very real. Your, your shock and your emotion was obviously not fake at all. You were absolutely overwhelmed by the whole situation with Trisha Yearwood being there, your dad being there that you didn't know, you knew your mom was there. And then they come out and make you a member of the Grand Ole Opry. I'm going to tell you, Kathy and I watched it. We were crying like schoolgirls over here. <laughs> looking at I, had, I had tears in my ears flying on my side for crying all night. <laughs> it, was, it was absolutely great. I know it's an honor. Everybody, every country star doesn't get to be a member of the Grand Ole Opry. I, when I was talking to T. Graham Brown, who I've had on this podcast, He's never been invited. He's played it hundreds of times, but he's never been. It is a real honor to get to be a member of the Grand Ole Opry. I, I know that. and uh, It truly is yeah, such an honor. You're such an ambassador for them. They couldn't have picked a better person with your personality and all that. But you've also, you've starred in two movies, and I've watched them too. I'll just go ahead and tell you. We watched the movies. <laughs> the, the Road Less Travel was one, and Roadhouse Romance 
Listen, you got a whole nother career there. I mean, you're the most you're the most natural actress I've ever seen in my life. I, I don't think you were working hard to do that. You just being who you are, aren't you? I just memorized the, what I needed to say, and I said it like I would say it in real life. <laughs> Have you got any more of those projects coming along anywhere? Well, goodness, I would love to. We have been so busy with this new music, but it's definitely on the list of things to do. Well, we don't have anything actively right now, like, booked or lined up, but we are definitely going to be doing more of that. No so. telling what's in your future. No telling. I mean, you've got... My Aunt Kim really wants me to do a Hallmark Christmas movie, so well, I'm just putting that out there. We're going to try to do one of those for her. Okay, you Hallmark <laughs> people listening to this, uh, here she is right here. <laughs> I can hook you up if you don't know how to get her. I can hook you up. So then, and on top of all that, you were on Dancing with the Stars, and I don't watch that anymore. And I watched it a lot at the beginning, and when I realized you were on there, I watched it, and you made it to the finals of that. I mean, what is it? Are you going to be in a softball competition too sometime? Or what? What else can? What is it that you can't do? I mean, that was amazing. It was. I did play softball for about ten years, so yeah, I, I guess I could do that. Yeah, you could. You could. I, I remember those softball games too, when you when you were whatever y'all were doing in Nashville. So, so that the mental and physical taxing of your body on that had to be difficult. That's got to be a grueling process to be on that show, right? It was the most physically taxing thing I've ever done, I think. It was, I mean, it was terrible as far as that goes. I can't but it imagine. was amazing. Yeah, and, and you were a finalist. about being fit. I'm getting ready for this wedding. I wish I could go back on it again. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, you were amazing. You, I just, I mean, you got talent just oozing out of you. I, I don't, I'm really, I'm an old guy. I'm not. I'm not anything special, but I've been around a block a time or two. You're just getting started at 28. Just trust me. One day I'm going to be dead and gone. You remember what Bruce told you, this is just getting started for you. I'm telling you, uh, that that's a fact. And then you on this survival show or whatever, this Beyond the Edge, where you're out in the middle of Africa or somewhere. Talk, talk about that. They had to send you home, home in a box or something. <laughs> I went to the Panamanian jungle. I was living in the woods with these freaking ferocious monkeys everywhere and no food. <laughs> it was crazy. I actually loved it, though. Oh my I had God. a great time. But I got hurt. And I'm going to tell you right now, I think if I hadn't got hurt, I would have won that show. I would not doubt that at all. Yeah, you hurt your foot, didn't you? Is that what happened? Yeah, I fell over a tree stump. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, we watched it. I watched it up until you got you had. They sent you home, and I think we hung it up after that. But we were we were watching it before then. <laughs> you, you've had a run. You, you, listen, I don't know many twenty-eight-year-old people have done stuff you did. Really, that's amazing. Now, Me neither. I don't know any other ones. Now I want to go back and talk about your your and all this business, all this life going on. All of a sudden, you met the love of your life in Cam Arnold. And like we already mentioned, dog, if I didn't know him too, and his parents and his brother, great family. You're now engaged. I saw where you and your mom went to New York City recently. <laughs> you said yes to the dress or whatever you said. I did. And so wedding plans are in full motion. Have you announced when that's going to be? You, you can announce it right here if you want to. Okay, Thank you. No, we're not getting married this year. It'll be next year. Okay. 
All right, and well, because you know music and everything, I and we, I wanted us to in, really just enjoy this season together of being engaged, and we are. So if you want to send us a present, our address is no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't um, give out your address on here. That be. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. But he, uh, you know, talk about a good family. I could not have been blessed more with in-laws. I'm not kidding. Oh and, yeah. In fact, Mr. Bo Arnold just called me while we're talking, so I'm going to have to call him when we hang up. Yeah, uh, they're great. Just salt of the earth people. They I mean, are. They really are. And, and you know, the interesting thing, the, a lot of their friends are my friends. You know, you get down in rural Georgia, everybody knows everybody. And so uh, I've, I've seen people post pictures of you that are my friends that seen you at whatever you were going to with Cam at a wedding or whatever down here. So. Uh, you guys remember, we got a beautiful place at Lake Oconee. You can come anytime you want to. It's a beautiful place here. and we're, we're What are you, you doing tomorrow? <laughs> come on. <laughs> so the other thing is, just want everybody to know, I mean, I think people are seeing you really are a special human being. And what makes you even more special to me is that here we are talking for 45 minutes or an hour. You're talking to a 69-year-old gray-headed guy. There's nothing in the world you could get out of this for yourself. You're doing it because you're just a good person. You've never forgot where you came from. You just connect with people. It's just impressive. I mean, most people, as busy as you are with the stardom you have, you'd have to stand in line to say, can I talk to you for an hour? I mean, people pay you for an hour. I promise you that. And I'm not paying her, folks. Uh, she's just doing this out of out of love of, uh, just being for you. a love of people, period. It's just impressive. You've never forgotten where you came from, have you? That's very important to you. No, you, you met my family. They'll knock me down a couple pegs. They're not going to let me do that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I guarantee you. Amazing. So I, I don't know how many people, I, I suppose, I think I got a mixed audience here, but I know we got a spread audience all over the country. And probably a lot of them are older than you. And they're close, probably a lot of them are close to my age. And there's probably a lot of them that know who Lauren Elena is. But there may be some that, that really don't know your music and don't just do a little promo about your music, <laughs> uh, Lauren, for these old folks that are listening. Because your music connects with anybody, that's for sure. Well, I like to, I like to think I, I write music that can touch people all ages so um i've got multiple albums that i've put out and you can hear me on anywhere you listen to music spotify pandora apple music amazon prime all, all the places and i post a lot about it online so if people want to keep up with me i i run all of my own social media and i'm on all of them you know twitter facebook instagram um, all under Lauren Elena and Elena is L oh wait, Lauren is L A U R E N and Elena is A L A I N A. So and my new project that just came out is called Unlock and it's a little preview of what's to come. So Well, folks, I'm telling you, it Googler if you're on Twitter, Instagram, any of the social media things, follow her. You will laugh a lot. She is just as full of personality in real life as she is talking on here. I can promise you that. You never know what you're going to see. She's beautiful. She's gorgeous. She's talented. But she's just a regular old gal that is having a blast going through life. But as we said, 
she's experiencing success and has experienced success, but it ain't come easy. Like for everybody, it's been some, it's been some potholes in the road. What, what's your <laughs> message, Lauren, to younger people that are listening to this and some got on and say, you know, I've got dreams, but they're not coming my way or I'm struggling. I'm thinking about giving up. Talk to them from your heart. I would just say to remember what I said about my mama telling me that you got to at least try. If I'd given up that day or if I'd given up in my apartment seven years ago when I couldn't pay my bills and I'd had that surgery and I didn't think it was ever going to work out for me, I wouldn't be here now. I would have never been able to write that book. I would have never been able to write this new music. I, it's No is never the, giving up's never a good answer. You know, you can pivot, you can change directions, change course, try something new to achieve what you want. But if it's in your heart and you believe it to be what you're supposed to be and supposed to do, you, you didn't put it there. God did. And you got to chase after it and find your way. And it, it's not always going to be easy, but what what would be fun in it being easy? Yeah. <laughs> Folks, you're listening to Lauren Elena. She's 28 years old. She's got the wisdom of people that uh, she. I just put it like this: she's done a lot of living in her 28 <laughs> years, and she's got the wisdom of some, way beyond her years. Lauren, yeah. talking about beyond your years, this is a little more difficult question. Where, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Well, I'll be a mama. I want to be a mama. You know, I want to really work hard the next. Well, I'm gonna always work hard but the next five to ten years i want to really really work hard and tour hard so that i can i can write music and and pick when i'm on the road so that i can be with my children and and build a life with a, and build a family but also still honor and go out there for my fans i want to work really really hard right now so that you can enjoy it later i can enjoy it later yeah so yeah that's kind of what I see for myself. I don't really know exactly what that means or what I'm going to get from it, but if it's any, if it's even half as good as what I've been able to do so far, I think I'll be living a pretty good life. I think you will too. There's no question. I know you've got the Pentatonics tour coming, right? Mm -hmm. you, you're going to be traveling with them. I, didn't I see another project or something? You've got all kinds of stuff going on. Just talk about what's coming up real quick for you uh i know you're gonna be on the road i guess that starts in august right we start with the pentatonics in august we're on the road until then too playing fairs and festivals and then um we've got some stuff cooking that we haven't taken out of the oven yet and announced it coming for the fall and for the winter and then i'll be getting married next year and uh, getting out on tour and hopefully, you know, getting out there and seeing everybody. But we do have a big year, a lot going on. Yep, and, it, and it's just getting started. Trust me, it's, it's more than you think. It's going to be amazing. Lauren, I've told you this many times. I don't, I don't know how old your fans are, but you have no bigger fan than me. I can tell you that. I, I, that is a fact. Well, you are the best. Well, thank you so I'll much. I'll be sure to tell my mama that because that's what she tells me. Yeah, you tell her that. Thank you so <laughs> much. Have you got any other comments or something I didn't mention that you want No, wanna... you did so great. I believe you that you're my number one fan because you crushed it. Thank you for doing this. All right. Thank you, Bruce. Good talking to you. Hey, and Cameron told me to tell you hey. Tell him hello. Okay. Thank you, dear. I will. Bye -bye. All righty. Bye-bye.
Tree Undertaker